Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the What Are We Doing podcast. My name's Levi McCurdy, and this is our regularly scheduled episode of the week, episode 97. Is the what are we doing podcast? So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, big news, big, big, big. Listen up, big news this morning, and I wanted you to hear it before, like my manager or any of our partners that we're working with, leak this to TMZ. Uh, big news this morning. As many of you know, uh, about six of you to be exact, I haven't been on Twitch for some time now. Uh, I've just, I, we've got some work to do here uh, with the businesses. We're planning a lot of things for the summer into the fall. We've got, you know, investor talk going on. We've got a lot of things happening uh, at the Do Better Network. So we've got some things going down over there. We're recording with Paul. We'll get to him soon later in the episode. And so it's crazy, crazy, crazy busy time with all aspects of life. Uh, and so I haven't been on Twitch for a while, uh, streaming. And of course, of course, oh, their latest policy updates have a shooketh. Okay. The policy updates over at Twitch aren't too good. Like, uh, no booze on stream, no smokes, nothing's allowed on stream. You got to do this 6% rule. You got to do that. You can't do this. If you're verified and you want to leave, you got to pay a fee. Like there's so many things uh, that they change within their policy. And then of course they came back out like after they realized how ridiculous was saying like, Oh no, we didn't mean it this way. This is what we meant when we said this, which is the opposite of what they actually said. So, you know, they're kind of, uh, in the hole right now and it's caused an, uh, mass uproar and it doesn't help, uh, the current exodus, uh, to kick anyways. Uh, and speaking of which, uh, so here's my announcement, big news. Here it is. I have signed an exclusive $350 million five year deal with kick. I will be streaming live on kick for 18 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, we're going to be playing super Mario. We might play super Mario odyssey for like 20 minutes and then go back to super Mario 64. Uh, but we're going to be playing a lot of Super Mario 64, a little bit of Pokemon, and a lot of Super Mario 64, and whatever else we want to get into over on Kick, we're going to have 18 hours a day uh, to do that together. So if you haven't done so already, get on over to kick.com backslash wad, W-A-W-D-P-O-D, wad pod, kick.com backslash wad pod. We're going to be over there streaming uh, with our $350 million deal, 18 hours a day, seven days a week, starting here soon. Um, and I mean, it's the biggest deal ever. It's the biggest deal ever. It's the biggest deal in uh, modern history for a streamer, digital, video, creator, whatever you want to classify it as, we break all the records. Hey, XQC who, okay? Like, we're not going to be playing the Batman dark Knight, or like, you know, breaking bad on stream and getting DMA strikes the first day, but we're probably going to be playing some super Mario 64. Why don't we to kick off our kick contract? That's worth $350 million for five years. 
Uh, I think what we're going to do is we're going to start from the beginning. We'll play the very first Mario game, and then we'll just play them as they're released. How about that? We'll start with one, and then we'll play them all. And then in between there, we'll throw in like a Pokemon, uh, you know, Nuzlocke or two. Uh, so that's it. That's the news. $350 million deals. And of course, you know, like if TMZ, obviously everyone's already reporting like XQC, like half of his deal is in like stocks and incentives. So, you know, if he streams more on kick, the more people come, the more money he makes, the more the stock price goes up, the more money he, it's a thing, right? Uh, not me, dude. Okay. Not the decision we made. Uh, we decided that, uh, you know, the stock market's not looking great. The stock market's not looking great. So we took the entire, uh, because kick has it, uh, we took the entire $350 million up front in Bitcoin. So it's in our Bitcoin wallet right now. Uh, Megs is working on trying to figure out the password. And so dude, we're going to be on kick.com backslash wadpod, baby. Check it out subscribe, make sure you're ready, kick.com backslash wad pod. Or of course, I'm pretty sure we'll have what? We'll have wadpod.com backslash kick set up. So either way you flip it, okay? So we're gonna start those streams over there very, very, very soon. Um, Maybe before we go to the D, do, 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 do. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we might wait till after July to start streaming on kick, but it's definitely coming. And man, I mean, it's been such a, uh, sorry, uh, emotional. It's been such a long, long time coming. It's been a journey. It's been, uh, one of these things that like, you know, you start doing and you just don't really know where it's going to go. But like, you kind of do because like you have the goal and the ambition to make that goal happen. And when it does happen, you're like, yeah, this is what I've been building for, for the last 10 years. Like I knew once I became the 152nd best super Mario 64, super Mario 3d all-star 70 star, any percent speed verified in the world speedrunner that this would be like it would open up so many opportunities like phone calls email sponsorship opportunity left right when you become the 152nd fastest super mario 64 super mario 3d all-stars for the nintendo switch 70 star speedrunner like it's just it they you know like people are constantly like ah We'll give you $5,000 for a post. Ah, we'll give you $10,000 for a podcast episode. Ah, we'll give you a $350 million kick deal contract. Sold. Done. So we signed on the dotted line. Uh, and I mean, our record still stands. If you want to go to speedrun.com, you can see it. And I never thought this kind of deal. I mean, I never thought it was possible. First of all, I thought they just blew their entire load on the other guy. Uh, but apparently we've got enough in the bank and we're rolling, babe. We've got the deal signed and we're starting really, really, really soon. So once we get the ball rolling on that, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's game over. I think, I think it's game over for literally everybody else. Um, so kick.com backslash wad pot, W A W D P O D.
So, man, I mean, and speaking of the pod, uh, the, the kick deal will not uh, interfere with the podcast schedule. I know we had an extra bonus episode this week. We had to get that sub content out because now it's done. Uh, unfortunately, uh, it imploded and all on board have perished. Uh, so rest in peace to them and our respects and thoughts go to their families. The, the podcast is going to continue. Obviously we will, uh, get these out every week. Um, and dude, I mean, the podcast has been just, it's a blast soon. It's crazy that we live in a world that provides so many topics for this podcast, uh, and even topics that we like desperately want to talk about. Like we either a forget about, we don't have time for it. Just doesn't make it in. We cut it out. We do record something. We didn't like it. Didn't turn out the way we want. And, and so sometimes there's just a lot of stipulations around what makes it into the episodes and what doesn't. And so man, uh, a few weeks back, I know our friend Carlos over at the 280 plus podcast. Check it out if you have not done so. Uh, he talked about it, but boy, man, uh, we, we kind of unfortunately missed, uh, the news here, but Jerry Springer passed away. Uh, Jerry Springer passed away and man, huh, it sucks, right? It sucks because like every, most millennials grew up watching Jerry Springer, A, when they weren't supposed to, and B, even when they were supposed to, maybe sometimes the parents like I did. I used to watch Jerry Springer with my father all the time. Uh, Jerry Springer uh, was always on at my dad's house because it was on at like, you know, 11, 12, one o'clock in the afternoon. And because, you know, of his schedule and sometimes mine, we would have nothing to do. And so we would just sit in the living room and watch Jerry Springer. And uh, unfortunately, uh, Jerry's passed away. Uh, and man, it sucks, dude. It sucks. Uh, but dude, talk about being, uh, the beginning of reality TV, right? Like Jerry Springer kind of gave us the first look at reality TV when it came to like, you know, obviously some of these are probably real. Some of them were probably fictitious. Like were people actually getting married on the show? I mean, it was, it was one of those shows that were so like the shock value, right? They had that shock value. And I mean, who, and it, this was back when like cable access was a thing and like the FCC wasn't as tight as they are now. So we had things like Jerry beads, like ladies, the only way you get your Jerry beads is the only way you know how, you know what I mean? If you know, you know, I know a few women that have Jerry beads. So there's that. He had stripper poles. So once you got your Jerry beads, you went down to the pole. Like there were Jerry Springer spring break specials, of course. Like the early 2000s, 2000, like the Jerry Springer show, late 90s, 80s, whenever it was on was always a good time. And then of course, of course, Jerry and his versatile talents you know, wasn't just all about the, you know, hillbilly divorce rates. We'll get to one in a minute, but you know, then early 2010s rolled around. They gave Jerry his own game show baggage, which was the shit, by the way, if you don't remember the game show baggage with Jerry Springer, let me break it down. This was a dating show. And so contestants would come on. 
it would be like one girl and then like five guys. And these five guys would have suitcases and each of them would have three suitcases. And each of these suitcases behind them would have a secret about the guys or like what they thought was a red flag or like a personality trait that would turn off a woman or like a quirky, like I'm kind of weird. I collect Funko Pops kind of thing would be in my, one of my suitcases. And like, if the girl was okay with that, boom, you moved on to round two and then someone didn't go on and then so on and so on until like you got to the final round where there were only two guys and two suitcases left. And then like, but you don't know whose suitcase goes with which guy. And so they open the suitcases and the one suitcase says, I live with my parents. And the other suitcase says, I live by myself, but I still pick my nose and eat my boogers. And so now this girl has to decide what's worse. What worst quality does she find in this man who she has no obligation to date after the show's over, but for the show's sake, we're going to pretend like they're going to live happily ever after together. So what's worse in her mind for the rest of her life? Living with his parents or picking his nose. Um, you know what I mean? So we obviously, we obviously, uh, have, uh, she has a decision to make. And so, you know, we think about it, we think about it. And then she says, well, Jerry, if I had to pick, I guess I'd say, and then we cut to commercial and then boom, she's like, lives with his parents because in her mind, she can come in suck his dick a little bit, and then boom, done. She's got him out of the parents' house, we're into our own apartment, and all is right in the world, a boogerless relationship. And so that's the one she picks, and it's probably the uglier guy, so be it, whatever, and then they cuts to an interview, and she's like, honestly, boogers aren't that bad, I kinda wish I picked the other guy. And then like, boom, that's the end of the episode. And so Jerry Springer did like, a, I think one, maybe one, maybe two seasons of that, uh, and then of course we, you know, we got Jerry Springer, the Jerry Springer show. And I mean, oh, and of course he went out with a bang. I think he was also doing judge Jerry. I think judge Jerry became a thing when uh, judge Judy retired. As soon as judge Judy retired, judge Jerry came in and like, he dealt with like TikTokers, and you know, he did like sketches and bits with these people. The whole thing was a bit obviously, uh, but judge Jerry was equally as hilarious, but no one, no one can forget. No one can forget the most amazing episode of Jerry Springer, at least in my opinion, at least top five, maybe not the best, but this one top five. Here we go. Get ready for this. Ready for this? You're not ready. Sit down, buckle up. Here we go. Well, this is like my best friend. I ain't gonna lie. What the fuck did I just say? Sit down. Why is he standing up already? Already we're off to a rocky start. Jerry's the only one who stands. The audience sits. There's a chair in the middle of the stage for a reason. This man doesn't get it. Who is? Oh. Austin. Austin. His name's Austin. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Okay, so now we've got Willie. This guy's name's Willie. His best friend, who I'm assuming we're gonna meet in a minute, is Austin. Got it. Willie Austin and his best friend. Got it. 
Good. I'll try not to pause it anymore. I promise. Well, we grew up like both our parents have pictures of us in diapers. Oh, well, what part of New York are you from? <laughs> no, I'm Woo! from. I'm Jerry Springer with the one singer. With the one-liners. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Back up. I got to pause it again. Hold on. Jerry Springer's coming in with the one-liners, and we're missing prevalent information here. Let's 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 go back. Oh, well, what part of New York are you from? I love it. No, I'm from, I'm straight out Hazard. Perry County. Okay, so they just bleeped it out, but he said he's from Perry County, Pennsylvania. He grew up just right down the street from Perry County Prison. That's exactly what he said. They bleeped it out, but I'm pretty sure that's what they said. Yeah. <laughs> I had no saying. idea you were from the South. But, but okay, go ahead. Everybody always expected it, but expected he never what? came out that he... You did, can say it if you're not in Hazard. But he said the word. He is, said the thing. Know, it's gay. the first yeah, time he said the word gay. I don't care what you are. I, I, I'm well, friends with anybody. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm friends with it. And you know what? He said the thing. He said the word. It's the first time the word gays come out of his mouth. Happy Pride Month, by the way. Isn't that fun? Here we are kicking off the end of Pride. We kicked off Pride Month on this podcast with a huge bang. We had Sway on. We had the outfits. We had the controversy. We canceled it. And now here we are at the end of Pride Month. And we're going out on an even higher note. And you know... You know for a fact that's the first time. That's the first time we were beating around the bush. He's, you know, Jerry, you know, Jerry Austin's a little, you know, Austin's a little, you know, he's a little, uh, he's, a, he's a little, he's a little, uh, little, uh, little, uh, he's a little, Jerry's a little gay, Austin's a little gay, he's a little gay. He's a little gay. He said it out loud. He said it out loud. And, you know, like, what a fucking, what a beautiful coming out story. This is why Jerry Springer's the GOAT. This is why Jerry Springer's the GOAT. And by the way, by the way, every audience member, every audience member also looks like they're two seconds away from being plucked out of the audience by the producers and being put on the show themselves. Every audience member of Jerry Springer could also be a part of the show. <laughs> yeah. But Jerry, I've been toyed with way too long. Yeah. Okay. I got, until my teenage years, got in a little trouble. Ooh. Got mm -hmm. put on house arrest. Oh. Mm. I didn't have no friends, you know, and I'm the kind of person, when I'm on house arrest, I can go from the bathroom to my room. <laughs> what, what, what the hell am I going to do with that length? And I didn't have no friends that come and hang out, you know? Yeah. But he is a friend. Oh, so is he just describing the plot of the uh, Shia LaBeouf movie? He's just, what is it? What's the Shia LaBeouf movie? Disturbia. He's just describing the plot of Disturbia. Teenager, in trouble, house arrest, bored, no friends, and his only guy friend comes over to hang out. You know what I mean? What is that? Did they just steal the plot of Disturbia? He did come and visit you. Yeah, so when all the other friends out, would turn bring back. movies and yeah. we'd play games or whatever. And a couple weeks goes on. One night, uh -huh. out of blue, he just starts busted out, bawling, crying. Oh! And I'm like, "What's wrong with you? What's going on?" This was a perceptive question. What's going on yes. with you? Yeah. I can't wait. And to find he out. said, 
I'm in love with you. Payson. Austin said what? So, okay. Let's lay it scene. House arrest. Video games. Maybe drinking a little, maybe not yet. Snacks. Video games, hanging out. Two bros, having a good time. Austin looks at Willie right in the eye and says, crying. Tears running down his face. Willie says, what's wrong with you? What's going on with you? Why are you crying? Like, is, is, let's be honest. Willie's a little autistic, so he has a hard time processing emotions. Why are you crying right now? Why, we're playing Sonic the Hedgehog. Why are you crying? And Austin says, I love you, Willie. I love you. And it, it throws him off. He doesn't know what to do, okay? He doesn't know what to do. Hey, sir, I want Your you. friend Austin said Aust that? Yes. Well, hell fire. And you know what? And hey. Wow. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Well, I'll you tell you what, Jerry. Yeah. I looked and I said, hey, said, is it yes or no? Is it yes or no? Is it yes or no? What do you mean yes or no? Oh well, I'm telling you. He said, do you love me or not? And you said. I said, hell no. Hell no, Jerry. I said, hell no. High five him. Oh, the high five. Wide open. Okay, here we go. He stormed out, left. Left, okay. I sat there, I went oh. to bed. Okay. He shows up next day. Brush it off. And right when he stepped through that door, he wasn't crying this time. But huh? after what happened the night before, yeah. I swear you could cut the tension with a butter knife <laughs> in that room. He sat down and he looked. He said, scratch all that. We can just be friends. Oh, and sure. He, he okay. realized he's gone and over I the said, line. Oh, I said, that's, that's good. cool, you know. Oh, that's cool. That's good. And you that's were, cool. Yeah. Well, you know what he says? What? This is it. Can I just see it once? See what? What once? My penis. <laughs> listen, folks, listen, listen. I'm going to be 100% honest. We're 100% honest on this podcast. We don't make anything up anymore. Things are just happening now in the world. I'm going to be honest. This video, this video is old. Okay, it's old, it's a little old, and times have 1,000% changed. But every guy knows. Ask any of your guy friends, okay? Ask any of your guy friends right now. If they're like 25 to 35 years old, they fall within this range. From the years 2010 to now, there's been plenty of times where y'all are just hanging out, chilling, you, your best guy friend, watching a football game, playing Sonic 2 on the GameCube, on the computer, AOL chat room with your other friend, your best friend, and then like, boom, you got the Sonic ring, you're having a good time, you're eating potato chips, boom, bam, mom brings in some soda, you're having a blast, your teenage boys, boom, bam, it's a Saturday, and all of a sudden, your 11-year-old best friend goes, let me see your dick. And like, then you go, um, excuse me? And then your friend goes, yeah, you want to see mine? And you go, well, of course. And then he like pulls it out and like he has literally a horse cock. And like, you know, you're 11 years old. And so now your tiny micro penis is nothing. So you got to get it out and be like, oh shit, look how big yours is compared to mine. 
and then you end up naked with your best friend in the woods a few miles away from the house, and then like you come back and never talk about it like nothing happens. So... <laughs> I'm like, what the French toast? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least here, Gary. You just said, hey, okay. You know. Okay. You said, you think... just said, what the French toast? Yeah. Or Do you understand we're going to have to believe that? <laughs> but... So he wants to see, uh, yeah. Well, wait, okay. what is your, your name is Willie. Yeah. So he wanted to see your Willie. He wants to see my Willie. I love it. Uh, I love it. Listen, though. Maybe you misunderstood what he said. He just wanted to see Willie. He says, hey, when can I see you? I mean, I sat there pondered and pondered. What pondered. did you ponder? I pondered if if I do this, are we really going to be friends? Yeah. But I walk. Which is the exact thought that most men also have on, on the way, you know what I mean? Like, like, what do you, you know what I mean? What happens after I show you my stuff? You know what I mean? Like, what happens afterwards? Are we going to stay friends? Are we in a relationship? Do we tell other people? Does this mean I'm gay? Was an, ex was an experiment thing? Like, you know what I mean? There's a lot of questions. And honestly, going to Jerry Springer for the answers is probably one of the best sources of, I, I, honestly, I'm, I'm kind of upset I didn't think about it at the time. But now it makes a lot of sense. Walked the bathroom, stood for about three hours with my wiener. <laughs> and then finally, I just poked around the corner and then jumped right back. And that was it. Then uh, I stood there like. Then I smart. No, it's smart. Like it's smart. Around. Jerry's confused, obviously, in this moment, but it's smart. He stood there, he thought about it, he thought, okay, if I just do it real quick, it's nothing sexual, boop, bop, here's my butt. And then back in. So he, he thought about it, pushed it, jumped out, whoop, and then jumped back in the bathroom, and then that was it. And now they're still friends. Now they're still friends. You know what I mean? Now they're still friends. Okay. Well, Jerry, two weeks rolled around at her at. Oh, yeah. Uh, teenager, young, wild, and free. Ain't We're six lie. months into the story, by we the way. About, he brought about three fifths of vodka up her while we down that probably 30 minutes. Now it's, I, did, did, I promise this time, if you just let me give you that's it, oh. that's it. Oh. Who can relate? Who can relate? You're drinking three-fifths of vodka, probably Vlad, the good stuff, Nikolai, the good stuff. Listen, don't lie to yourself right now. Don't lie to yourself. Don't pretend like you didn't have your go-to 90 proof vodka handle, 90 proof, 10 to $13 handle of vodka in your early to mid to late twenties that got you through some dark shit. Don't pretend like Vlad didn't get you through the darkest times of your life and you'll never go back, but don't leave Vlad behind because we know what it's capable of. So after three-fifths of vodka, you down it with your best friend, you hug in the bottle, and your best friend puts you in a chair. You know what I mean? And says, hey, man, I know we're drunk, but buckle up. I walk in the bathroom. I said, sit in my chair in the middle of my bedroom, four, and I said, turn the light off. Okay? So I'll you let him do this? Yeah. Listen. 
Respect. Respect. Honestly, respect. Hey, I walk now. This going through my head. I'm thinking. Oh, he went through his. I walked in there and sat down, and the lights are off, Jerry. Yeah. I ain't seen nothing anyways. I closed my eyes. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, that's the, and that's the golden rule, too. If you close your eyes, it's not actually happening. And if you didn't actually see, if you didn't see who it was, for all he knew, it was one of their other female friends that showed up late to the party that inevitably, you know, did things to him. So it's uh, it's crazy. And so now... I think it's finally time. I think we should just meet Austin. Where's Austin at? Can we can we meet Austin? Here's Austin. Oh boy. And you know, Jerry Springer, God, if it isn't, if it isn't like an old Jerry Springer fashion to have Oh, Austin. Oh boy. Okay, here's Austin. <laughs> Hi Austin. How are you? I'm fine. Well, I just wanted to come out here and just, you know, ask you if, uh, you know, if you had any feelings or if this was anything or would ever be anything between us, you know? You I mean, know You know what? I care for you so much. But, but you're taking it across the line. <laughs> I mean, how, how am I taking it across the line, Will? I mean, I mean, you know there's nothing in this world that I would not do for uh. you. But... That's not what I like. I mean, well, you've done it before. I mean, you've liked, yeah. you liked it before. Because the sense of fashion isn't there. I mean, I'm right there with him. If Austin, I think, Austin needs Queer Eye. If Queer Eye came in and gave Austin a makeover, I think Austin and Willie could have a really successful relationship. If Queer Eye came in, we get rid of like the highlight yellow skirt, the see-through fish tie. It's like the see-through shirt only works if you got the boobs. For so if we're going to do the boobs, let's get the surgery done. Then maybe the see-through shirt works, maybe not. The haircut, honestly, that's the only thing working. It's the only thing working for him, and I kind of love it. I kind of love the haircut, but other than that, let's get the rest queer-eyed out. Let's get the makeover done. Let's get some emotions out there. And then I think, honestly, we give this another shot. I think we give it another shot because Willie's right here. Willie's right. The skirt's atrocious. The outfit is atrocious. So I think if we just, we, we take out the closet, we get a few things done, maybe adjust the makeup, maybe the jawline a little bit, and then boom, bam, I think Austin and Willie could really make something happen here. You know what I mean? I didn't like it. I mean, I didn't like it. And my, you know what? I'll go ahead and point it this way. You know what? I'm known for you. And, you know, I would never hit a girl, but I'll smack a bitch. And if I consider it, you're no different. Me, you got to. <laughs> oh, whoa. Back it up, 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 back it up. No, where is it? Where's the smack? Oh. My gosh, show me that again. Playback speed, 0.25. Where is he? Oh my gosh. I, he lit, that's like one of the best, oh, right there. Oh, right there. He lands the shit out of that smack. And the <laughs> Steve Wilkos didn't get to him quick enough. I swear to God, 
I've never, I'm telling you right now, I'll get a tattoo that says this on my body somewhere one day. I'll never hit a woman, but I'll sure smack a bitch. And then boom, lands it right on Austin's face. And it was perfect. Holy shit. Go back one more. Boom. Here it goes. Points at her and smacks. Oh, the hand. The whole hand made contact with the face. Oh, oh man. I, I can't. I, oh, what a, what a freaking, what a time to be alive. I'll never hit a woman, but I'll sure smack a bitch. I love it. I love it. I love every second of it. I mean, are you kidding me? How great, how great is that? It's one of the best TV moments. One of the best TV moments in history. I mean, uh, and then they fight. Oh yeah. Get him. Oh, she, oh man. Austin hit him too. Austin smacked the shit out of Willie too, dude. I mean, talk about. Now, the outcome, it's 50-50. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Let's see what happens. The outcome of this case is 50-50. Let's see what happens. Him to say, okay, no more of this uh, sexual relationship stuff. Just wants to be your friend. Can you I be mean, his friend? I'll take you as a friend. We'll be back. That's it. Okay, done. Jerry Springer does it again. No more BJs. Just a friendship. He'll take him as a friend. That's it. Don't touch the private parts anymore, dude. And then we're done. We're out and we're done. So, I mean, it's it's crazy. It's crazy uh, that we've, uh, we've come this far. And so, rest in peace, man. My man Jerry Springer is gone, uh, but never forgotten. Uh, no one will take his place. Obviously... Uh, we had to. So I think I even mentioned this. I even think I mentioned, didn't, uh, didn't the queer eye guy get his own show? Karamo. I think he did right. Karamo, Karamo Brown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Karamo Brown from queer eye has his own, uh, it's all under, I think the same umbrella, like Jerry Springer, Steve Wilkos, Maury, and now the Karamo Brown show. Uh, if you don't know Karamo Brown, He's the uh, he's like the the mental health coach, the emotional guy on the queer eye process, right? So he'll he'll figure out what's wrong up here, and then you know tell you what to go do and stop being dumb. And so uh, the um, the Camaro Brown show, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, he has his own show now, and man, I think his show is like a little bit more like serious. Um, let's just see if we can find a clip. Let's see if we can find a clip. Okay, here's one. Here's one. My guess like his show, his show's like, his show's like a little more serious. Like there's no, like we're not punching each other. We're not like, there's no turning the lights off in the chair. Like I think this clip, what's this one? This is like a guy and his sister. This is a guy and his sister. So like, you know what I mean? I don't even think. I, some about his ex, I don't know. So he, like, this is, this is like the more serious side of reality TV. Uh, the, 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 the Karamo 
The Karamo Show is what he calls it. Here we go. Let's let's uh, let's see. My guest Shannon says his sister knew his wife was cheating on him, and she never told him. He says he hit Ooh. rock bottom, and instead of supporting him, she continued a relationship with his ex-wife. Damn. Please welcome my guest Shannon to the show. See, I mean, like, see, completely different circumstance, right? Thanks for being here. All right, so Shannon, tell me, why are you here? I've had a tumultuous three years that has led to a disheveled relationship with my sister. My I've had a tumultuous three years that has led to a devastating... I'm sorry, I'm not even... I the words are so, what did he say? Can we play it again? Play it again, play it again, play it again. I've had a tumultuous three years that has led to a disheveled relationship with my sister. I've had a tumultuous three years that's led to a disheveled relationship with my sister. <laughs> what is that? Okay, all right, I'm gonna do my best. Listen, I don't know that, I'm gonna try to spell the words tumultuous and disheveled, and I'm gonna put the words on the screen of how they're really supposed to be spelled later and how I'm spelling them, okay. Tumultuous, here we go. Tumultuous, tumultuous, tumultuous. T-I-M-U-L-C-H, tumultuous, you know, like Tim is mulching the, you know, Tim mulch, U-S, I-O-U-S. Tim mulch, M-U-C-H, I-O-U-S. T-I-M-U-C-H-I-O-U-S, tumultuous, disheveled, disheveled. D I S D I S H E V E L E D D I S H E V E L E D. Is it right? Is it right? <laughs> is, is it right? Am I right? I'm probably way wrong. A tumultuous three years that led to a disheveled relationship with my sister. I mean, wow, wow, wow. Talk about a fucking facade, dude. Talk about a facade where you need to try to convince not only a talk show host, not only a studio audience, but the rest of America, this is on the seat, this is on television, yeah. Not only do you, and the people who've watched it, how many views? 95,000, not that many. 95,000 views, we got that many views last week on the channel. 95,000 views, uh, you know, whatever. So, okay, not that many people saw it, but we are trying to convince these people that we're actually smarter than who we are. Listen, I don't do that because when people call me out, because people would fucking call me out. If I came onto a Zoom call with anyone and anyone I know or business partner or whatever, or like, you know, it's a back, like, you know, say like we we're, we're over a deadline on the project and I came on the Zoom call and I said, listen, guys, um, uh, I've just, I've just, I've, I, I've just had a tumultuous three months that have, has led to this disheveled relationship with, with the client. And, and we unfortunately just need to terminate the contract. Like if I said that my business partners would like have the most shocked looked on their face. Who are we fooling? Define the word tumultuous. Like I can hardly pronounce it, let alone spell it, let alone knows what it means. We literally just looked it up before we got on the free plane ride to the show. So, okay, spell the word tumult. I can't even say it now. 
This is how fuck. This is how little brain cells I have. So by all means, he's already one step ahead of me in life because he can actually say the word tumultuous. The fuck out of here. Hey, I've literally never wanted to punch anyone in the face more than anyone who uses the word tumultuous. My ex told me that my sister actually would watch the kids when she would uh, step out to speak to the gentleman that she was pursuing a relationship with. Okay. And when did you... Oh, ain't that a bitch? Ain't that a bitch? When your sister watches your kids and then like you're at work or whatever and the sister watches your kids and then your wife just wanders off with a man? Yo, if I found out that my sister was watching my son while I'm up here recording this hooligan of a show, like, because Megs is out fooling around with someone else, oh, it's game over. Me and my sister are going to town. Like, we're going to have a conversation about it. We'll probably communicate and talk to each other about it. You know what I mean? Meet your ex. I was 21 years old. So actually. how was your sister at when you were 21? 13. So she was a kid. She was yeah, she yeah. Was a preacher. And you know what, too? On the same thing, too, like, ladies, you give these guys, like, every other TikTok I see is like, oh, my man cheated. All men are cheaters. Oh, all men are bad. All men cheat. All men do this. Well, here we have Shannon, who is literally crying out for help from now his ex-wife. So clearly that didn't work out. And the only person he has left in his life is his sister. Because, you know, she cheated on him. So, ladies, let's not, you know, flip the script here. Uh, you're just as guilty when it comes to cheating sometimes. I'm not saying all the time. I'm not saying most of the time. But sometimes, ladies cheat too. So, like, props to my man shit. You know what I mean? Like, let's call it what it is. You know what I mean? Your wife cheated on you. Like, I'm sorry that happened. Broco, you know what I mean? Whatever, like... You know, like, it's fine. Like, it, uh, it's a shame. It's a shame, really. And it's, uh, it's unfortunate that, you know, we're in this situation. And honestly, if, if, if my fiancé, if my wife would cheat on me, I'd be devastated. I'd be just as devastated as Shannon. Team, team. Right. She was close to her. Are you mad that she, she formed that bond with your ex-wife? It's not that I'm mad. She was a part of her life, too. What yeah. I'm upset about is... Mm. No matter what your relationship is with anybody else, I'm your brother. Yeah, got it. Okay. Preach. What's your relationship like with Mary currently? We talk over the phone. We've tried uh, to get together for like holidays. It never happens. Never I happened. just want to fix my relationship with my sister because, to be honest, uh, we're we're adopted. We're all we have. All right. And I got to hear her side of the story. So everyone, please welcome Mary to the show. It's almost like he used that first line. I'm sorry, I'm stuck on the first line again. It's almost like he used the first line and like, uh, like, like what, like we could use it in a rap. Like I'm about to go tell. I'm gonna tell Chat GPT. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Chat GPT, write a rap ver a rap bar. Just give me like one or two bars. Write two rap bars. Am I saying that right? Write two rap bars using the words tumultuous. Let me try to, I don't even know how to spell it. It's fine, it's smart, it'll figure it out, it's a robot. Tumultuous, three years about my wife cheating on me and my sister covering it up. Go, let's see what it says. Chat GPT, oh, here we go, okay. We need a beat, I need a beat. Can we put a beat over this in post? This tumultuous three years led me to three tears Got us to shovel with the shovel will bury my sister while my wife is with another mister You know what I mean?
bars, son. I guarantee you, I guarantee you Shannon drops a rap song right after this, 15 Minutes of Fame, with the words tumultuous three years to, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Okay, sure. I guarantee it. That's me and his sister. How are you doing, love? Good. Good to meet you. Yeah, let me get up and give you a hug. Nice to meet you. Take a seat. So, what's going on between the relationship between you and your brother? It hasn't really been the best relationship right now. Mm -hmm. So, did you witness your brother's ex-wife cheating on him? Yes. You did. And why did you feel like you couldn't tell him? Not that I don't have loyalty for him, but I also have loyalty for her. Right. How old were you when you first met her? Girl code. Did you ever Respect. witness met her when she was him 10. cheat on her? Yes. Okay. Oh, Shannon! Now I gotta take it back. Now I gotta take the whole bit about women and men and the cheating thing and like being on your side because she cheated on you. Damn it! God damn it! Oh man. Okay. So what happened? So he's cheating on her. He's cheating on him. Did we get a lie detector? Did the lie detector determine that, th that she's telling the truth? I think so. Like, ah, oh, man. Gosh darn it. He's cheating too, huh? Okay. So <laughs> while, <laughs> while Shannon was out cheating, she needed someone to watch the kids so she could go out and cheat. And so that was the sister. So they both put the sister in situations they shouldn't have. Because not only when they met, she was 10 years old. When the cheating started happening, it was only three years later. We've got the 13-year-old emotional teenager raised in, you know, whatever kind of household. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, and fucking, like, you know, watching the kids at 13 years old doesn't even know how to handle her own emotion, let, know, let alone them of a toddler let alone them of her older brother and his wife cheating on each other the whole time. Great lead by example, guys. Good job for everybody. And so now Shannon's mad because his sister's a little upset. So you witnessed him cheat on her, uh, and she witnessed uh, her cheat on you. Yeah, it was... Uh, so did you expect her to keep your secret? Never. No, okay. I never would expect okay. her to keep my secret, nor would I ask. This girl okay. asked. Oh, the bitch asked. Okay, okay well, fuck her. Did you ever get involved in that? Did you say something? I try to stay out of it. As you should at 13 years old. I would see her cry old. and all that stuff, and it just tears me apart because she was like a second mother to me. Oh, okay. Second mother. Did you know that she felt that way about her? Yes. How do you feel about your relationship with your brother right now? I wish it could be better. Do you miss your brother? Yeah, I do. Tell him. I really miss you. What's making you emotional right now? Because I miss you. sat oh. down and talked. Damn. And why do you think y'all didn't talk? Because he usually just comes to, like, an argument. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. I want those arguments normally over. Just stupid stuff. Stupid stuff, yep. It's always stupid stuff, like, isn't it, girl? I hear that, girl. Stupid stuff. Older, I my... in the mix about anything. Yeah, yeah, you watched her go through it, Mary, but nothing I ever did resulted in her losing her home or not being able to eat. You've seen me go through some really tough times. And you went through some of those times with me. I had to sell my toaster to afford lunch. I'm your brother, Mary. It's us. You know what I mean? Before anything else, it's us. And Yeah.
No, and you know what? Yeah, let's clap for that because right. I mean, I get it. Like right, you get it. I mean, you, you get it, right? Like I like <laughs> I wouldn't expect. I would honestly. I mean, let's be honest. What's happening here is Shannon is expecting his 13-year-old sister who knows nothing about love, relationship, the world, or even society for that matter. Uh, you know, but he's expecting her to not only raise his kids while he's out doing whatever, uh, while his now ex-wife is out doing whatever, uh, she claims to be doing. Uh, and at the same time, uh, carry the burden of his adultery, her adultery over her head, cry herself to sleep at night, see them cry, uh, poverty and everything else and understand why she needs to keep the secrets of her, uh, loyal scumbag brother when he can't even be loyal to his wife in the first place. So interesting what's going on, but at least we have each other. You know what I mean? At least, at least we have each other. And at least at the end of the day, family is family. What I think these two really need to do is they need to sit down and be like mandated. What Karma, what Karamo should have said is that you need to watch Fast and Furious all the way through. Like I'm talking Fast and Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious, Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, The Fast and the Furious, Fast Five, Fast Six, uh, Seven Serious, Six Fast, Fast Serious Seven uh, for Paul Walker, Fast, The Fate Eight, Fate of the Furious, Fast Nine, Fast X, and if by the time they're done watching them, Fast Eleven's out, that should be on the list as well. And then really, really hone in what it means to be family. Now, we might have missed that. I might have been talking over. I think earlier in the clip, we find out they're adopted, brother and sister. So that makes their bond even stronger. So what they, th I think the Fast and Furious franchise is really going to help these two move forward and really mend the relationship. Because, yeah, you know, communication, whatever. That's like 3% of the relationship. I think what they need to do is watch Fast and Furious. And then I think they'll really honestly be on the path to know what family actually is and the definition of it. And I think towards the end here, I think wrapping it up, I think we're, uh, I think we're so good. Like Y'all siblings that are going through a lot yep. and are trying to figure out how to grow and change as the world is changing around y'all. You know what I mean? But y'all do have something strong within each other and just remember that, never let go of that. That's right? right. That's right. Right. Hopefully I can help a little bit. Okay? Yeah. Thank you so and much. And that's it? No punches? Damn. Damn, I, I I thought maybe she was gonna punch the shit out of him. I was praying that maybe he would say something like, oh, tumultuous, and then punch the shit out of him. But that didn't happen. So there you have it. I mean, reality TV, I mean, it comes full circle. We've got everything from, you know, the hillbillies on Jerry Springer to the people who really, really, really need help on the Karama show. I mean... God, society is down bad. Talk about the mental health in this. Talk about the mental health in this country. I mean, it really is a problem. It really is a problem. I mean, we're working on like a keeps, maybe a keeps or like a better help partnership to really help some of our friends and listeners, hopefully who need it. Because I mean, if you're to the point where you can't talk to your sister, like, I don't know, maybe like over the phone, text message, phone call, Zoom call, I don't know, maybe call her on Facebook. I don't know. Do something to get a hold of her uh, uh, or, you know, something and just kind of like, you know, uh, just make it like, you know, real easy. Like, I don't know, like you shouldn't have to go on the 
Jerry Springer show. He shouldn't have to take. That's it. That's it. I'm telling I'm taking my sister on. If my sister and I ever get into an argument like we did like a year ago, my sister and I, I'm about to take her on the Karamo show. I'm going to tell my sister that I have un, unresound, unresolved issues. I've been living tumultuously for the last, you know, I don't know, three years, a little disheveled because my sister and I have some issues. So I'm, I'm going to talk to Morgan, I think, this week. And if we don't figure it out over the phone or in person, probably, I might call Karamo and see what's up. You know what I mean? So reality TV, man, it's come full circle. I mean, now I know I, I do. And remember, remember I said a few episodes, I know I almost dated a girl. I dated a girl. I almost dated a girl who was on the Maury show. So, I mean, it's crazy, man. It's absolutely crazy. So, ladies and gentlemen, this next segment, uh, please, uh, if you have not done so already, check out the High Cheese podcast. They just dropped, I believe, episode 11 this morning, and uh, they are making things happen over there. Uh, I was a special guest host this week uh, alongside my buddy Paul as we talked about uh, everything baseball, uh, including uh, some baseball slang. Uh, he gave me some baseball slang terms, like what is a golden sombrero? And of course, I told him, dude, a golden sombrero is when they find out that the baseball player injected steroids directly into their penis. So, of course, uh, we went through a couple more slang terms and got some definitions to find there. Uh, and, of course, I could not be on a baseball podcast without talking about my favorite and one of the best all-time Disney Channel original slash baseball themed movies, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. So we talked about Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off a little bit, and I think we made plans, honestly. I think we made plans to talk about um, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off on his podcast again. I think we're going to get drunk. I think we're going to drink some drinky drinks, uh, and we're going to talk all about and review and watch together, do like a viewing of Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. I think it'll be great. I think it'll be an awesome time. So if you haven't done so already, and if you have not subscribed to the High Cheese Podcast, please check that out. Here's a little clip. Uh, here's a segment of me and Paul talking about uh, some um, some sports slang and uh, just shooting the shit over on the High Cheese Podcast. Check it out on Spotify, iTunes, and everywhere. The full episode is out now. So um, yeah, my knowledge of baseball goes as far as um, I know that, uh, like one of the players, uh, I think Der did Derek Jeter get shot by a New York cop who was trying to prove himself? That, that is just the movie. The other guys, you were describing the movie, the other guys. That wasn't real. That wasn't like a real <laughs> based not, on real events. Not a real, not a real story. Okay. Um, Babe Ruth is a thing, right? That's real. Uh, that Babe Ruth is kind of the most famous white guy to ever play baseball. Okay, so, and he's yes. the one, he has the most home runs out of all time ever. He did for he did. a really long time. And yes. now it's and just then, some like six-year-old Dominican kid, right? No, nope, Barry Bonds. Oh, well, the, that's uh, the next guy. That's the that's only one. That's a name you knew yeah. too. You knew that name too. Sure, I think so, yeah. sure, sure. I feel yeah. like anytime you've like jokingly riffed on baseball with me, you usually say Barry Bonds. Is that so, my, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. I so think that's your go-to guy. Those are my go-to guys. And honestly, that's it, man. I know I've been to a few games. Uh, I know three strikes, you're out. I, for the life of me, could not tell you gun to my head 
what the whole, like how the umpire, if he's just having, I guess, a good day, whether it's a strike or a ball, I don't, it, I guess it's where the ball goes over the plate, but it goes over the plate the entire time. And sometimes it's a strike. Sometimes it's not, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's fine. But other than that, I know there's a seventh inning stretch where we all get up and stretch and do yoga for a few moments. And then other than that, um, yeah, man, that's about it. Hot dogs, beer, and uh, baseball. Yeah, that's it. That's all I know. I don't know why. I mean, does is a home yeah. run worth one point? Like, is that it in baseball? Well, if it is a home run and no one else is on base, correct. Yes. It's just if, so for every if, person, for every person they get around the bases, it's one point. Yeah, and it's called a run. I love that. So, that that perfect. makes so much sense to me. This whole nonsense of like three pointers and six and seven and foul shots or whatever and baseball, basketball and like fucking golf, like negative score is better. Like what the fuck? Just make it one, two, three, four, five. And that's it. That's I all we I'm need. Ne- I've never really thought about the fact that baseball is one of the only sports where it counts in ones. So you've given me something to think about. Why I've just don't known you think that that's life, just the so. case? Like, why can't we just make that the case? Like, why can't the NFL come out tomorrow and be like, hey, guys, from now on, every touchdown is a point. Every field goal is a point. And that's it. Like, yeah. why, why do we have to? Because then, you know what happens? When I actually sit down to watch a game and, like, you know, whatever the Eagles or whatever PA team I'm rooting for, whatever's on, it doesn't matter. I don't know anything about football either. But, like, whatever team's going, like, you can't really, uh, like, then I have to explain to Meg's, like, oh, they just got seven points. She's like, oh, did they score seven touchdowns? And I'm like, no, just one. They, and like, yeah, they scored a touchdown and kicked a field goal. Right. Or they kicked the extra then point. Then I have to explain it's it to even her. sillier, the extra point, like, yeah. It's not like, okay, so baseball's good. I like baseball already a little bit more now because it's just, it, that's the way it's scored. Cool. And that's yeah. it. That's pretty I'm, much all I I'm know. Glad, I'm glad I could convert you over. You, so we got hot dogs, beer, Babe Ruth, Barry Bonds, and you like that it's scored in ones. Dude, I'm just... Sixes, I'm, sevens, I'm, twos, and threes. I'm trying to stack that podcast SEO for you this episode. So if, as long as the tra- <laughs> if the transcript has all those keywords in it, you're solid for the week. Yeah, dude, you're <laughs> crushing it for us so far. Right. Well, so, all right. So the, the reason I had you on, which I told you beforehand, is I want to I want to do... The reason, the reason I had you on is because you don't have a deep knowledge of the sport. Correct. Because this is a bit I wanted to do actually back in season what? one of high cheese back in 2018 and nobody was willing to do it. Cause I didn't know you yet, which is really unfortunate. Cause you would have been good on that back then too. Uh, I want to go and I want to throw you cause baseball has been around for a long time. Baseball okay. goes back to the 1800s and there's stuff that gets said. And Brittany, Brittany loves listening to this too. Cause Brittany watches, Brittany has pretty extensive baseball knowledge nowadays. Cause she right. watches a lot of games with me. Right. Uh, we've been to games. She like knows players even like she, she, she can talk, she can talk shop, yeah. but still every once in a while we're watching a game late at night and an announcer says something. She's like, what did they just say? <laughs> Cause baseball has all these weird antiquated things that people say. And I don't think twice about them cause like, I've been following baseball since I was like born. I grew up following baseball. My dad, literally for every one of my siblings, we all have a jersey of the team. The Phillies were playing the day we were born. Okay. Nuts. Okay. I had no choice but to love the sport. It was like in in my blood. It's a bit much. It's a a little much. And I will say- 
Oh, yeah. I, I'll say, <laughs> I do, I actually, I thought of one more thing. Honestly, sorry to cut you off. I have one more thing about baseball. Um, everything and the entirety that's covered now, the validity of the facts and the game actually played within it. I don't know. You'll have to tell me because you're the expert, but I'm very well versed in the Disney Channel original movie, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. So if that is an accurate representation of baseball, then uh, then that's that's another that's another percentage of knowledge you can add to my report card. Well, uh, I don't actually. Here's here's one for you. I've never seen that one. Actually, okay. I've seen a well, lot of baseball movies. I've never seen that one. So I, is that on Disney Plus? Can I watch it? Yes, one hundred percent. And right. I feel like we need to watch it together. Maybe. Well, yeah, there's a chance of. There's a chance I want to have you back on to do a movie review about baseball movies, and you're gonna to have to watch a couple. It's gonna well, be only silly ones. Let's, serious, let's just do like, Eddie's Million ones. Dollar. Let's do Eddie's Million Dollar. Cook-off. I mean, we could do Eddie's Million Dollar. You, the, also, uh, the audio clip in the intro song for High Cheese is an old. I don't know if it's a Disney movie or not, uh-huh. but it's from the movie. Have you ever seen the movie Rookie of the Year? Yeah, yeah, I think so. As a kid, probably not the kid, recently. Kid, kid. The kid like breaks his arm, and when he gets out of a cast, he can throw like super fast. And the Chicago Cubs sign him. Right, and he comes right, and right. plays for the Cubs. Right, right. Uh, and 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 uh, that's where the the high cheese tag comes from. Uh, yes. Actually, it's a 20th Century Fox movie, so that might be on Disney Plus too. Anyhow, so all right, uh, I, I'll have to get back to you on the Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff because I don't know that one. It's probably Dude, let's uh, probably let's, after my Disney time. Do, we should do once you're done your your. Uh, half a year sober October for your 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 health problems. You should we should we should drink a little and do a drunk review of Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff for the High Cheese I, Podcast. Seems like a, that seems like a that seems like a very good episode idea. We can, so, all right, I'll come. We can, we'll come we can, back to that. Dude, we could do it this way. Like we can do it this way too. We'll pull it up. We'll make sure we how I'll, I'll make sure everyone has a local file so we don't need to rely on streaming. And then we can just like do the same thing we did. We'll sync up. We'll hit play at the same time, and boom, bam, we're off to the races. And we'll watch. We'll watch Eddie. All right, I, I'll we'll, we'll we'll circle back to that for okay. sure. I'm into that. Hell yeah. Uh, so and actually, you know, watching some kids movies might give you a little leg up on the the. So we're doing just for everyone listening, Levi. You know what we're doing. Yes. We're doing wrong answers only baseball yes. slang edition. So how this is gonna work is I have picked a few that I think seem to again all of these phrases to me seem intuitive because i've listened to them for a million years right but if you don't watch baseball it's kind of fun to guess at what the hell they're saying yeah so uh we're gonna start with the namesake of the podcast what does high cheese mean levi okay yeah 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 yeah. so okay so so high cheese right that term comes from that was like one of i I believe if my memory serves me correctly i think in my research that was one of the first of like quote-unquote slang terms coined in professional baseball and so back in the day before like they had the grand idea to put up like the huge nets behind the pitcher's plate and the foul balls or whatever they had these, uh, they had these like metal chain link fence like roofs. Like they had like a ceiling over like the, the stadium where the people would sit. Cause this is back in the day they didn't have technology or any of that shit now. So, but and so when they looked up, when someone hit a flyer or a pop ball, someone would yell high cheese because as they were looking up, they had to look through the graded fence. Like that was the ceiling of like the stadium that they were in. So their vision was just like all, you know, the holes like through a fence. And so it looks like you're just looking up into the sky as a piece of cheese. So when the 
the ball's a popper or a flyer and you want to catch it, try to come through the holes and the fence are big enough for the balls. And so they would just yell out high cheese when it was like a foul ball or a popper for you to catch back in the day. Obviously with modern stadiums and roofing and the nets and everything, it's not a thing anymore. Uh, but yeah. That, uh, more, I mean, honestly, I wish that we had stuff we yelled at stadiums. It's not that though. The idea of it looks like Swiss cheese that you're looking up at high yeah. cheese is there's that, Two, two phrases. Uh, high cheddar is also like it's AKA. Okay. And all it is is just a high and inside fastball that a pitcher throws. So what that means is when someone's batting and the ball like almost hits them and it's a fastball, that's high cheese. You threw high cheese. Okay. So w- again, I love beautiful, beautiful first wrong answers only. I'm very happy with where you started. Let's, let's stick with food for a sec. Okay. Uh, I'll give you another one. We're going to go with meatball. What's meatball in baseball? Ooh, okay, 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 okay. So, all right. So this meatball, this is actually, this is actually funny. Not a lot of people know this. I, I if, if I was podcasting when this happened, I probably would have talked about it. Uh, a lot of people thought that, um, a lot of people thought that like Tom Brady, and and the Patriots, and that one time in the Super Bowl with him like deflating the ball and like making it easier to catch and all that stuff. A lot of people thought uh, that was the first time uh, in history that people like professional sports were messing with the balls. Uh, But I believe in 1997, uh, the Astros pitcher was caught. uh, He, he in fact, stuffed the ball uh, with raw hamburger meat to make it heavier, therefore resulting in more strikes during the game. And once, uh, like accidentally his his catcher let it slip and the umpire picked it up and obviously noticing how heavy it was they investigated they cut it open smelled terrible they said but obviously back then like you know you don't have anything like what else is he gonna stuff it with so um yeah it was like the first inflate gate kind of ball messing with beautiful scandal so uh, so baseball you also said Astros, which is appropriate because I don't know if you know this, and maybe you just do from because you're always on the news uh, for your podcast. Uh, the Astros are notorious cheaters, so good call there. Good, good <laughs> oh, no. riff. No, uh, uh, they, it was just the first name caught, that came to mind. <laughs> they, they had a lot of cheating scandals the last few years. Uh, first, they got caught stealing signs for pitches from other teams and banging on a trash can to let people know what pitch was coming. And then they also were part of a bunch of pitchers all over baseball got in trouble for actually, you're really close with this one. Uh, uh, not for that phrase, but doctoring a baseball is something that has like been a hot topic throughout time. There's like spit yeah. balls where guys would like rub spit on the ball to make it spin more. Uh, there's a couple years ago, there was a thing called spider tack, which, uh, was just called sticky stuff by okay. like common people. Yeah. And sticky stuff makes the ball spin. Uh, you can get a better spin rate. You also grip the ball better because it like okay. gives you a better than your fingers. Right, 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 right. And uh, so they still check actually sometimes in between innings when pitchers come off the field, the umpire makes them take their glove off and touches their hands to see if they have any sticky stuff. So you're you're like right in the ballpark with that. And but a meatball is way simpler than <laughs> stuffing a ball to make oh, yeah. it heavy. Okay, okay. Uh, it's just an easy pitch to hit that's right down the middle of the plate. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. See, like, yours are more fun. I, this is why I <laughs> yeah, wanted you to do this, because yeah. you have a beautiful mind of just instantly riffing on stuff and coming up with But you, like, dialed in some stuff there, you know? You're, like, right. You're, you're close. Um, so, yeah, the Astros and Sticky Stuff. Uh, you're. I, I feel like I'm stuffing. I kind of now want to know, like, we should do, like, a Mythbusters where we stuff a baseball with 
ground beef and see if it does anything to the behavior. Okay, that's good. So I like that. That's it's good. another idea for a YouTube channel idea. Okay. Um. All right. I apparently I'm just picking food ones, which I didn't realize. <laughs> but uh, what's what's a can of corn? A can of corn, a can of corn, a can of corn, a can of corn. Hold on. I know this one. I know this one. A can of corn. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the What Are We Doing podcast. My name is Levi McCurdy. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit that big, beautiful red subscribe button. Uh, And as... um, as we say at the end of every episode, you can go to wadpod.com backslash links, L-I-N-K-S-W-A-W-D-P-O-D.com backslash links, L-I-N-K-S. I can spell that, but I can't spell disheveled. It's unfortunate, but the education system failed me and obviously not some people, dude. So uh, clearly you can check us out everywhere. We're on YouTube, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, the internet, uh, off the net, on the grid, Bitcoin, Facebook, Snapchat, Blue Chew, everywhere you go is the What Are We Doing podcast. So if you haven't done so already, hit the subscribe button, hit the follow button, do what you have to do to support the show. It's free, peeps. It's free. It's free and easy. Check us out on all the platforms. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode and we'll catch you next week, bro. We're getting closer and closer to 100 and I can't wait for those episodes we're planning them out already we've already got some topics some bits planned and some things to talk about on those episodes check it out subscribe you don't want to miss a beat my name's levi McCurdy. this is what are we doing podcast peace out everybody this is the what are we doing podcast